Welcome to Real Talk Podcast. I am Valerie Malone, Life Coach, Motivational Speaker. Real Talk Podcast is aimed to empower you to grow, learn, and create a life you love on your own terms. In this podcast, we bring experts worldwide to talk about their experience around health, relationship, career, and money mindset. In each episode, experts share their success stories and provide strategies, tools, and techniques you can apply in your life to solve in a specific issue that you may be facing. Be sure to subscribe, like, and leave a comment so more wonderful people like you can listen to this podcast. Today, my special guest is Sally Nelson. She is a premium price and business coach for women who are so over undercharging for their exceptional services. Through her workshop and private coaching, she guides clients step-by-step to create a standout offer, helping them feel confident and to charge higher price for their products and services. Hi, Sally. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you. It's so nice to be here. Now, you are a business coach, and um, we don't have a lot of business coach um, in this podcast, and the one that I get, I get so excited because um, a lot of our listeners are women that are like uh, try to start a career and some of them they have business and they're like you know having products and services that they're selling and they started their business um, so this is very exciting to have you here and answer some of their questions because we get a lot of questions about online businesses and women entrepreneurs and overall at uh, all these type of things so I'm so excited that you're here and you're the right person that can answer all our questions but um, before I ask you any question, I just want to ask you, how did you start this journey? How did you start your business? Uh, what made you decide that you want to be an entrepreneur and do this? Well, when my I had two kids born really close in age, and so when my second one was born, I decided I needed to get out of the corporate world. And so at first, I just did the stay-at-home mom thing, but I'm always wanting to learn. And so I started went to get certified as a life coach. And I didn't even know what it meant at the time, um, but I knew it was gonna help me out too. So I thought that was the, a great thing about going uh, to life coaching school was it helped me. <laughs> at that time, that's what I needed. I needed that. Um, no longer being in the corporate world, um, where I felt confident, I was a parent now with two little ones, and I did not feel so confident. Uh, I didn't feel confident in being a mom. I didn't feel confident in um, going back into uh, in the corporate world. And so going to that life coaching certification program that year, it was a year long and it really helped me personally. And though I never went specifically into life coaching, um, it's definitely helped me with my clients. And so a lot, something that came out a lot though was money when I was coaching and, and doing more general stuff. And like, it just came up all the time. So I started by um, doing coaching around 
uh, money stories, um, some about budgeting, you know, a few different things. Um, but what I really liked talking about was more than the saving money was creating money. Right. And so I went back and I actually got certified as a business coach and a big piece of that business coaching certification was talking about premium pricing. And I just fell in love with talking about premium pricing and helping women raise their prices. Right, right. Before we go to that. So it's so fascinating. You said you said you you went for life coaching and you were a staying home mom working. This is like a typical story for a lot of women in our age, right? They, they follow the script of life. Like, you know, we, we grow up, we go to college, we go to the corporate world, we become mother, we stay home mother. And then, and that moment that we wanted to come out and a lot of us, including myself, when you're a mother and you're staying home and you wanted to go back to work, that confidence is just so down. You're like, okay, the world is changing, especially with technology these days. I don't know if I can do it. I don't know if I can go out there and get a job and all of that. So when you first start, I know you said you got a lot of help from the life coaching and, and, and uh, program and you got your confidence back. But when you came to the world of working back again, did you, it was like a riding a bicycle again or it was like a little bit hard to get over that hump? How, how did that feel? Hardest part was not having a structure oh. um, because I would let, I chose to allow um, other things to control my circumstances instead of sitting down and doing the things that I wanted to do. So I, so some resentment crept in, um, some embarrassment crept in. So like all these different feelings crept in. And a lot of it was because I wasn't setting myself up with some sort of structure. I don't want a rigid structure, but something where I know there's this amount of time where I get to work on my business and not have you know, young kids walking, walking in and, um, and I'm not a multitasker. So I need to have my, I need to have that time and I get snappy. I noticed I got snappy with the kids if they'd interrupt me. Mm. Um, and so I asked, I started asking for that time for, from um, my parents or my husband, like, I just need this time. And then I'm also a better mom. I'm better in my business and better as a mom. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's so important. That yeah. is so important too. Um, now, I started my business. I've been an entrepreneur all my life. Almost all my life. I started working in a lot of places. I got fired. I got fired uh, so many times that I got tired of it. And I said, I'm going to start my own work, my own job, so I don't have to get fired. And my listeners knows a lot of my listeners know my stories that um, going through so many jobs gave me uh, the courage to start my own business. But it was challenging. It wasn't easy. You know, when you start your own business, it's not that easy. And um, a lot of time, especially when we see people on social media, right? Um, these entrepreneurs, these women that are making money and they're selling, they're, they're very, very, um, they, oh, my program sold out or my products are, I'm running out of it and all this stuff. And then um, some people that are just started their business, uh, they're kind of like um, get discouraged and, and they're like, maybe it's me, maybe I'm not doing good. Um, what are some challenges that you faced when you started your business that um, 
got you like, okay, this is going to pass. I can do this. And you stay, continue doing it because a lot of, a lot of people give up and say that this is not for me. I see other people are making money and I don't. Yeah. I think that finding a local networking group really helped me. I actually joined the networking group doing something different. And through that time in talking with them and seeing other women grow their businesses, it really inspired me to really go full out in my coaching business. And now it's that group has grown so much and now it's online and it's like we're connecting with people all over mostly the US, but also um, different parts of the world. And so that group, just being a part of it has really helped me when I'm having those tough moments, when I'm having those who am I to be doing this moments that many of us have, um, even though we have a thousand, you know, indicators as to why we're doing it um, and why we, um, and so being a part, finding a group of like-minded, they're all mom-owned businesses in this group. And um, knowing that we're all whole people, not just our businesses, not showing up and just talking about our businesses, but also just talking about life in general, because it all goes together. And I think that really helped me. Right, right. Um, now, pricing, 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 pricing. Let's talk pricing. I know a lot of people face this when it comes to pricing products and services, whether the beginner, whether they're in the middle, whether they're advanced in the business, no matter what it is, because time changes, you know, time changes, everything changes. So people are so confused. A lot of entrepreneurs are confused. Should I price it high? Should I price it low? Should I, what, what is the pricing? What does that mean for, for entrepreneur? Where do you start? So give us a little bit of like, if you've, you know, have those doubts in your head that you don't know how to price your products and services. Where do you start? Right. Yeah. So for, with pricing, uh, most of us, our first instinct is to try to be the lowest price mm. or in the lower end, because then we think people will hire us. Um, but what we need, what you need to do when you're in your business, it's never too late. Um, but if you're at the beginning of your business, it's the, a great time to really think about how you want to position your business. Do you want to position it where you're fighting on price? And that's the only reason people are buying from you is because you happen to have the lowest price. Do you want to be in the mid tier, right? There's a lot of people in there, or do you want to be at the premium level? And there's going to be less up that less people at that premium level, but people have confidence in higher prices. So it can, when you're choosing how you want to do the pricing, you don't even have to be just like, you don't even have to go premium price. You can go higher middle, middle end. And that helps, that helps you stand out too. Because when we see higher prices, we believe that there's a reason that it must be a higher price. You can have the lowest price have the best service, but there's going to be a lot of people who are going to be like, why is that price so low? And they'll pay for somebody who as, is at that higher price. Right. They expect quality. Right. 
Um, so in my practice, and I know that I, that, that went through my head at first, like you said, the lower price and the medium and the obviously the premium. A lot of people choose their prices because of the competitors. So I am a life coach and I see somebody else as a life coach. And that life coach's program is $1995 a month and mine is going to be this one, whether it's a program or services or whatever it is. Is it a good idea to choose from that, from your competitors? Or is it a good idea to just sit down and say, what can I deliver? What, you know, how much do I work if I work with somebody? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so when you're looking at competitors' prices, you have to remember they have their own issues too. They have their own money issues going on, right? And so oftentimes we look at competitors and maybe that pricing is too low, so it keeps us at a lower level. So it is, it's about the outcomes. That is exactly, Valerie. We need to like focus on what value is being provided and then using that to help you confidently price. Be and if you have higher prices and you're nervous to even say your prices, then you need to sit down and figure out, okay, what are all these outcomes that are happening in for my clients? And you're looking at all areas of their life. So as a business coach, when I'm thinking about what I am helping my clients with, yes, I'm helping them raise their prices and make more money in their business. But with that, their health is gonna be impacted. Their relationships are going to be impacted. Their purpose is going to be impacted. So it's all these things that are going on for them that are actually the full outcome, not just that they're increasing their prices in their business. Right, right, right. Um, so the competitors are not really something you have to look at. Look at what, the, what do you provide. Now, when it comes to premium prices, Mm -hmm. And I know that I can tell you this right now, a lot of people are afraid to do premium prices. So what they should know when it comes to premium prices, like, okay. like, even though, like I've seen some talented, that's very, very talented coaches that have been in the game for a long time. You can see, they give you the value They they can actually change your life. But when it comes to premium prices, they're just, they don't know a lot about it. They stay in the same price. Yeah. So I would say there's a few things to know about it. First of all, premium pricing, if you're going to do it, go full in. Because if you've got some, if you're just kind of dabbling, it's not going to be as effective for you because you don't fully believe in it, right? Mm. So when you, the first thing about premium pricing is just to decide, I am going to have a premium level business. I'm going to charge premium prices. My clients are going to be well taken care of. Um, but I need less clients and I can even make a bigger impact in their lives. That's the first thing is deciding. And then the next thing is knowing that premium prices are good for your clients. Your clients are then, they are investing in themselves through you. Mm. When you show up for a program, let's say a $5,000 photography package, the way you show up to that packet for that photography day, that day of photography is going to be completely different than how you show up if you go and get a um, hundred dollar headshots or something. The way that you show up, so the same thing with coaching, right? You get coaching or you join a group program. If you put, if you pay 500 
you're a lot less likely to actually go through the whole program. You put, you know, you pay two, three, four, five, ten thousand, you are showing up to do the work. And so that's really great for your clients. And then also, it helps them have confidence in you. So if you, if they know, okay, you're charging this premium price, I'm paying you this, they're more likely to respect your process that you're going to take them through Mm. because they have that confidence in you. And if you priced you low, people aren't going to have that same confidence. There's a lot more questioning. There's a lot more um, people looking for bargains, you know, things like that. And if they, you know, if, um, and if they're looking for bargains, they're generally people that are going to be tougher clients to um, work with and they'll be more draining. Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that, that uh, people that are working, uh, like looking for bargaining, not working for, looking for bargaining, they don't also, correct me if I'm wrong, but they're not taking your program or your uh, training seriously as well. So if I'm spending 20 bucks and I am spending like, okay, well, if something breaking, like, okay, it was 20 bucks, right? Versus if right. something was 2000, oh my God, you know, I have to find the receipt. I have to go back. I have to see it. I have to, so coaching is the same way. And I, I, I want to emphasize what you just said, because a lot of time people say that, well, people don't spend money on themselves. When it comes to themselves, they don't spend money. So I'm going to lower my price because if I don't lower my, but here, when you do lower your price, not only they will not take it seriously, but also as a coach, you don't provide, you don't, you don't go above and beyond to make sure you, and, and, and this is for me is saying that it's like, okay, sometimes not, they're not even sure. I had a client that didn't even show up because of my price was so cheap. And I was like, okay, if I don't show up, if I, if I miss this much money, that's okay. So, I was getting discouraged and they were not getting what they were looking for. And all because of that bargaining, that price that you don't feel confident about yourself, about your services, and then they're not taking it seriously as well. Right. Right. And then those are the, they're the ones, they're not going to go and recommend you because they haven't gotten anything out of it, but it's not because of what you did as a coach. It's because they didn't show up. But oftentimes, that's where they blame other people for what came out of the program or what, you know, the coaching, even though you can have the best coach in the world, or you can even have a coach um, that isn't very good. And just by showing up, you're still going to be in a much better place than if you didn't, you know, pay the money and put the time in. So, when somebody start a business, let's just say if somebody, because I did, I had a question about this and I, I, they asked me to ask you about this. Okay. Where should they start? You said there's a beginning and there's a middle and there's a premium. Is it, can somebody start premium when they just start their business, the position of yes. the office safe to do that? Or should they start? How, how does that work? Yes, they can start premium. It is actually easier to start premium than starting and trying to change and get people to think that you're, see what you offer is at a premium level. Um, yes, and you can start, but it's never too late either. But yes, you don't have to be in business for a long time, as long as you know you can get your clients the outcomes, if they show up, right? If they show up to the <laughs> sessions and they show up, if you can get them the results. Now, if you can't get them the results. Obviously, it's like. 
like you need need a different um you can still be at that premium level but you're just gonna have to work on your skills at the same like before you can really get out there okay another question so now that uh somebody's in a business for a while and they have that medium pricing and they want to jump in to go change it to a premium price um mm -hmm. is that okay to do that with your existing clients unless like you know listen now my prices change or they say keep the price the same price and then on the newcomers you can introduce the premium price well i mean you don't want to leave your original customers at that price for too long because they are taking up spots for clients that would pay more and we can't assume that they wouldn't pay more so giving them enough notice and maybe giving them a step plan, right? To go from one to the next. Um, but if you end up leaving your clients at a lower price point, the resentment will will set in. Mm. How you show up as a, in, as a service provider, even if you don't mean for it to, it impacts. When there's some resentment, when there's some frustration about something, it is going to impact how you serve your clients right. and so don't put that on your clients even though you're worried about asking them to pay more in the long run it's it's the better way to go oh okay um so one of the things that i wanted to ask you i know it has um a lot of people ask this question and go through this um when it comes to success and says what does success means to you but to me since you are a business coach and you talk a lot about the money and a lot of uh people um when it comes to their business they're so focused on the money and they think that money then makes them happy and don't get me wrong money makes life very easy but at the same time they're like just so focused if i don't make enough money maybe i'm not good enough or maybe not i'm not doing a good job so what is success uh means to you what is what is success for you well first of all i just want to say that net worth does not equal self-worth like they're what how much money you have and if you I mean, I have just as much respect if people decide they are not going to charge premium prices. I don't judge them for that. That's there. It's everybody can make their own decision on that. I have a way that I think is better for people, but it doesn't, it's not actually for everyone either. Right. So for success for, for me is being able to show up every day and help the people that I'm inspired to help. Success for me is being able to spend the time with my family when I want to spend that time with them. And for me, I know a big piece of that is um, financial freedom also, is knowing that when I, um, as I continue to make money and we, our family, you know, as we move forward, I want to be able to take them on the vacations. I want to know that I've got money to be able to give to other people, to give to causes that matter. And I think that that actually, for me, has helped me with premium pricing and knowing that when I make more money, I can give more. Mm -hmm. And there's other ways that I can help women who can't afford my services i can help them in other ways right 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 that's so. so good that's so good thank you for t sharing that with us because um yeah like you said 
charging premium prices not only save you time and you're going to make money and you're going to have less clients, but yet you're going to give them the full attention, great service. Um, but also you, you're saving so much time to spend time with your family instead of having 20 clients that are in a very low price to make certain amount of money. You can have two and make the same amount of money and save yourself so much time to do other stuff. Like you said, do things with your family and that's what success is about. Well, that's what having your own business is about mm-hmm. to have the flexibility to be with your family and to do other things. Yeah. Cause so often as women, we get into um, having our business for financial freedom, for time freedom, so we can be with our families and then it ends up being the opposite. Right. Or um, because, and then there's some stuff around, you know, we, guilt, you know, like the guilt of, I want to spend time with my family and I want to spend time on my business. And, um, so I think it's really important that we really remind ourselves of what our vision is and why we're doing what we're doing and that we're not in this to give away, like we're here to make money while helping, while being of service and to really be there for your family you're going to want to increase your income so that you can stay in business mm. and also have that time with family because you've got less, like you said, less clients. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's so great because um, a lot of time you feel guilty, you know, when it comes to pricing, a lot of uh, people feel guilty. They think that I want to, I can talk about anything when it comes to pricing, like choke up because I don't want to charge them too much or some people, you know, it's so-and-so can't afford and they're good people, but I don't want to charge them too much. But like you said, if you have a couple of clients to pay you good money, you can always help the other one that other ways that they don't have the money. So I think that was really great. So now that we talked about all of this, um, from your perspective, give us some tips for somebody that has started a business, whether they're selling the products or services. Um, what would be some three things that they should keep in mind? Your three tips that they can start and say, okay, I'm confident about the prices and I started my business. This is where I'm going to start and this is how I'm going to price my business. They don't know nothing about it. So how would you guide them to do so? Okay. So the first thing is remind yourself of how awesome you are. So take some time to write down all of, like brainstorm everything that you've done that's amazing. And it can be small like um, or big. It can be something like, um, I had two babies. I mean, that's, it's big and you did that. And like, we forget that that's a, that's a huge thing that we worked, you know, that we, we did. Um, whether you won an award, no matter how big or small, write everything down that you have accomplished, that you have done. And if you, you know, have that around you when you're thinking about pricing, remember that stuff about yourself, write down any of the amazing things that your clients have done. Now you said at the start of your business, but just, you know, knowing, okay, so um, what, even for, if you had a few clients that did something for, you did something for free for them, like write that down, like it all counts. Um, and then, you know, every week or so do that. Remind yourself of all your, bro- everything that's brilliant about you. And then the second thing I would say to do is get clear on the outcomes 
your clients will get. Just get so clear on that. And like I said earlier, in every part of their lives. So if somebody goes to you for photographs, photography, <laughs> um, how is that going to help their health? Right? If they're feeling beautiful and alive, that's going to help their that's going to help their health. And they're going to feel good when they're talking to other people. And they're going, you know, like there's it's going to and by feeling good, you want to work on your mission, you know, on your purpose even more. So it's like it just touches all these things. It's not just those pictures that are taken. It's the ripple effect. You know, on so many products and services, you know, they we only focus on what that that one big outcome is and not how it impacts all areas of their lives. And then the third thing is, I would say, um, you know, if if you're if you're considering going premium price or if you're going considering just increasing your price system. As that person who is increasing your prices, who is at a premium level, what are you no longer going to tolerate? What are three more, three no mores for you? Like that's so important to know what you're not going to tolerate anymore. If somebody asks for a discount, no, I'm not giving discounts. If you know, you know, so like know those things that you're no longer going to um, tolerate. Could be, you know, as um, like in my own situation, um, my husband has his own business too. And so I often end up being the one who goes and does the stuff with the kids, but that's only because I just do it. I never thought about the fact that, hmm, I should ask him. So now he takes the kids in the morning and I pick them up in the afternoon so that we, you know, so it's like, I will no longer not ask for help with the kids, you know, those kinds of things. So those are the three things I'd suggest. This is so good, especially the last part, the things that you should say, no, I'm not going to tolerate no more. For me, it was uh, when I first started my coaching and I actually did that. Uh, one of the great coaches, uh, business coaches said the same thing that you told me that uh, once you decide to change your prices, realize what is going to come up that you're going to say no to. And this is what just for my clients. And I used to go above and beyond and do a lot, a lot, a lot for very little. But one of the things that I was going over the time, like once I would have a discussion, I would go like, you know, okay, you say 65 and the 45 minutes of they're paying for that. And I would go for hour, hour and a half, even more and more. And I would just, because I was trying to help and I was trying and I would be late for the other clients and it would just kind of like go. So even though it's like a minor thing, but that no, that, okay, I'm not going to do that no more helped my business so much because I became very organized and I knew, you know, okay, this is what's going to happen. And if I want to go more than that, then it's going to be a little bit more priced. You know, like we're doing a two session. We, you know, it became so clear and so easy to function. Right. And oftentimes, especially as women, we, we want to solve everybody's problems. Right. And so we over, um, over give. And by that, I mean, we are giving so much to our clients because we want to help them that we actually end up overwhelming them. Right. That hour and a half coaching session that you had, there was probably so much there that they couldn't even take in 
Yeah. Whereas if you'd stayed at your, reg, you know, your regular time, okay, now you, you know what I mean? Like, oh, it's just we overwhelm. Like, oh, I, I just learned 10 things I should be doing, but then almost, then they won't do any of them. So I noticed that quite a bit is that people want to like give so much and programs I've been in where they give so much. I'm like, I, I don't even know where to start. And, um, and so I pick a place and get going, but it would have been nicer if they were just like, just a little trimmed down, just not quite so much each week or, you know, um, I don't need 10 ways to try and fix this one problem. Just give me a couple of options, <laughs> make it easier. Yes, yes, yes. More concise. Love it, love it, love it. Yes. And it's so funny because as you're talking and I'm going back through the things that I have done and I'm sure the listener is going to be like, oh yeah, that's what I do. And that's what I did. But um, it all comes down to, um, you know, remember that you're awesome. You're good of what you do, you know, right down to qualities that you have. It could be anything small or big, being a mother, being, being you and the being in this world itself is accomplished and, and have a clear outcome of what are they going to get. And like you said, not to overwhelm, don't give too much in too little time. And also um, the third one, you said that's know when to say no and what you're going to say no to in order to uh, uh, premium your, um, your packages and your service and your products. So these are such a great tips that for somebody that is starting a business or are in the business or uh, feel uh, kind of lack of confidence when it comes to pricing. Yeah. yeah, having that moment of doubt with pricing or with just anything within your business, right, is going back to reminding yourself how amazing you are, how you're helping people. And also it's okay to say no to, like, to not do everything you've been doing before. Sally, thank you so much for this amazing, amazing conversation and the great tips that you're giving us and for the people that are listening right now. Um, this is such an eye opener. I know I wish I, I had you when I started my business because um, I can say, speak for myself a lot of time when we start business, it's just so overwhelming with everything else, with the marketing, with knowing and with your confidence. One thing is that, oh my God, I don't know how to charge, you know, the pricing, the competition out there and all this stuff. So you made very clear for us to where to start and where to finish when it comes to business. So thank you so much for being here and giving us this amazing tips. It was my pleasure. I really enjoyed my time with you, Valerie. Thank you.